I'm Lisa with Enable. We are coming to a city near you. We are on the road for our 2024 roadshows. Come learn about Enable, our products, what we have to offer, and network with some IT professionals in your area. We hope to see you there. Register today and we'll see you soon. We are putting the end user in the middle. Coming up on Now That's It. I mainly look at the person himself, what he as a, as a person is, instead of how good he is in the technical skill. Chris Janssen on the importance of building a business and a team around the customer. Technical we can learn, but we need to have people that are willing to work for our customers, who are willing to go to our customers. Welcome to Now That's It, stories of MSP success where we dive into the journeys of some of the trailblazers in our industry to find out how they used their passion for technology to help turn managed services into the thriving sector it is today. Chris, thank you very much for being with us today. Why don't we start off a little bit. Tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what you do at the company. Well, well, my name is Chris. I'm working for five years for the company now. I started to be responsible for the, the whole of the operations. But since we are growing very fast in the last, the last years as a, as a service provider, we split the role and I'm now a part of the managed service department, empowering the department to, to adjust all services to the, to the growth we are doing. So empowering tooling, empowering automation. And we have some new roles within the team as the consultants manage services. Uh, it's five persons and I'm leading that team. And also have two companies that I'm the consultant for at the moment. Tell us a, a little bit about activity. Like what, what's the company like? Who does it service? And you said there's some rapid growth. So maybe yeah. share a little bit about that. Well, the company's 25 years old. It's, it started as an system integrator, mainly building projects for customers. And about 10 years ago, <coughs> we started with, with managed services. And that made, made a big, a big change to the, to the organization, to the, to the, to the way we look at our customers. Huh? We, we, we want to provide services and that's taking the growth. I think from 80% projects in the past, it's now about 80% managed services. So we try to empower our customers with their primary processes, delivering services. And especially for us, we are putting the end user in the middle. So yeah, we invented the user-based computing all turning around end users. So we have a user experience, customer experience, and that's our main growth at the moment. Great. Fantastic. So talk a little bit about your career at the company and, and maybe what's made, what are you successful at and, and what are some of the reasons why? Well, it's, it's, it's mainly not about me. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to put the people I work with and their strength. Mm -hmm. trying to be helpful and, and to be helping them as much as I can to be good in their jobs. So it's, it's more about me as facilitating in a role as a manager instead of very directive in, in what they need to do. We start to, to grow people, make, make them be good in, yeah. in what they do and that they have a good time at, at their jobs. In the role that, that you're sort of overseeing now, what are the qualities that you look for in, in a sort of a talented technician or a talented consultant? And then what are maybe some, some areas that, that you try to coach them on if they're sort of new into the field? Well, the people we are hiring newer and all the, I don't know how to pronounce it in English, the, the, the solicitation interviews. Mm -hmm. Sure. I mainly look at the person himself, what, what, what he as a, as a person is, instead of how good he is in the technical skill, because technical we can, we can learn, 
but we need to have people that are willing to work for our customers, who are willing to go to our customers and who are not just typing answers, but are willing to take the phone or to drive to the customer to help them with their incidents or changes or problems. So we are looking to, to, the, to the skills they have as a person instead of the technical skills. Great. So talk a little bit about, you know, what was the point in either your career or your career at, at the company that, that you realized that this is it? Like, I, I, I'm in the right place. I'm in the right company. You know, I've got the right team around me. What, what was that point and, 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 and why was it? Why did you feel the way that you did? Well, I've been in this, uh, this kind of MSPs for quite a while with mm -hmm. the different companies. And I started with the activity five years ago and it was the, the feeling you had and, and the people we are working with. We all have the same drive to want to, to help the end user. And one of the kinds of one of the, the, the services we deliver is adoption. And this was the first company instead of just building technical environments for customers who also helps the end user to work with that technology. So we have a very strong adoption program that while the technicians are building the projects, in the meanwhile, we are training the end users to work with the new modern desktop or whatever. And that's what made this company feel very good to work with. Great. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, maybe, maybe share a little bit about things that haven't gone as planned or that, that you had hoped sort of in the, at, at the, the rate of change that, that you wanted just in the last five years since, since you joined the company and, and what were some of the opportunities that you saw to be able to resolve those types of things? Yeah. One of the, as I said, we, we were an, a project company in the past and, and for some customers, we are their first outsourcing MSP. And I think we made a kind of a mistake that we can, that could handle all the technique but we didn't handle the, uh, the change for that company. So we needed to create new roles huh? like, like Enable has partner success managers. We have customer success managers, mm -hmm. the roles that, as I described the team, we have the, the managed service consultants are helping the customer and, and knowing their business, knowing their applications, see what roadmap they have for the, for the next months. So th those are new roles. And also we have as a face for our managed services department, we created managed services on site. Because if we outsource everything to our data centers and to our services, the customer loses its ICT phase. So that's what we had a little bit in the past misjudged the yep. impact of the, the being the outsourcing partner. Sure. And that's what we changed the last, the last years very strong to keep those roles with our customers. Hi, I'm Brian Best, Senior Product Manager in charge of Apple Roadmap and Enable. Question I get asked all the time, why use Enable for your Apple support needs? Well, first off, recognize that a Mac is just a computer. It's metal, it's plastic, and human-generated code. You already know how to do all that, so don't treat it as special. Fix it, maintain it, support it, secure it, and do all that in the same dashboard as all your other computers. That reduces complexity, right? You're already familiar with the tools, so you can leverage existing workflows for monitoring, remediation, maintenance, remote support. And, and okay, maybe Apple devices are a little special. And Enable can do all that special device management stuff for you too. 
And at Enable, we don't stop at just remote management. We do layer security like Cove Data Protection, works on Mac, integrated EDR powered by Sentinel One, works great on Mac. So if you haven't looked at Enable for your Apple needs lately, why not give it a try right now? I know the, the term managed services has come, has sort of come full circle and is a bit more mainstream now. And we sort of buy everything as a service now. You can pay for your phone plan. You can pay for your music as a service. But talk a little bit about those customers that, that you're still maybe for the first time saying, you know, instead of paying us every time something breaks, <laughs> pay us on a monthly fee. Like, Give us this, 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 this amount of sort of security, you know, this money for security, and then we'll keep you up and running. What's that been like, obviously, from your side, as you come into these customers that are maybe experiencing the managed service model for the first time, the outsourcing model? Yeah, it's, it's especially because they don't have a feeling about the amount of money they pay. Mm -hmm. What do they get for it? And, and if we do our work very good, they only get continuity instead of a lot of hours we spend for them. So a lot of the, of the work we do is in the background, sure. keeping them up and running, keeping them secure, keeping them safe from uh, cyber uh, threats or whatever. And I think the trick is, is to, to talk a lot with them over the services you provide in reports, in dashboards, in, in talks. So you have to convince them that, that the money they pay is really worth it. It's really good. I remember from my past life, that uh, same sort of situation when you were on the phone and the, and the help desk, the service desk was resolving problems every day for them. You know, it was obviously a, a, a lot more focused. You know, they were focused that, hey, you know, I'm, 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 I have somebody to call. They're addressing my issues. But to your point, the better you get, the more automation you put in place, the more proactive that you are, the less problems that pop up for them. Then they start to say, why am I paying, am I paying these for? guys? Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't matter what reports you put in front of them and say, look at this, look at how many issues we resolved. It's like, yeah, but I don't, yeah. we don't need you anymore. So I think that's really important that, you know, having that sort of customer success, that body, that person that is built that relationship and is constantly updating the customer on, these are the things that we, we addressed and we've, we've resolved for you. And oh, by the way, we're still that phone number that you can always call. And, and we try to be uh, very transparent, very open, also about the things that, that don't go good. Uh, so, so that's why we have several roles close to the customer, knowing their business, knowing what's their primary process, because that's not ICT. Yep. Uh, they are good. Uh, we have a, a strong footprint in the local government and in healthcare. So people want to be busy with their primary processes instead of, of ICT. And that's what we try to, to do as good as we, uh, good as we can. Great. So let's talk a little bit about the future. What's, I know you're moving into a new role and, and you, you're overseeing that, these group of consultants. What's the future look like, obviously, for you and the company? What, what are the next you know, two to four years do you expect the, the company's going to look like? I think we will grow more in the, in the managed services customers have because it's also some stability and, and recurring business for us. But we have to move on on, on security and, and automation. As, as I think in a lot of countries, the, the finding the right people is a big issue, also in the Netherlands. So we have to do more with less people. 
So we have to automate, we have to set in the, the, right, the right tools. And that's, I think, the, for, the, for the next few years, the big, the big thing to, to stay ahead with, with automation and also about the security. Yeah? A lot of customers are not fully aware yet of what security or not being secure can mean for them. And, and some of our customers have been hacked yeah, by some ransom attacks. And then after, after such an attack, it becomes aware for them what the impact is. If their business stands still for two, three, four, five days, then all of a sudden everything can update new products, new first has to, something has to happen. It's unfortunate that it works like that, isn't it? That, yeah. that you can get in front of a customer well in advance and say, it's not a matter of if it will happen, it's going to happen. You're, you're going to be breached and you know, we can, we can protect you with this, but, but then when they don't necessarily act on that. And then after the fact, yep, we should have listened to you and help us now, please. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. First, something has to happen. Yeah. So that's why we try for the next years and also now develop new services and, and improve our products and make it visible again, what it can, they can do. There's customers, they say, well, patching our environment. Well, this month, it's not that a good idea. We will skip it one month and it's, it's actually not done, but it happens. Chris, it was really a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much for being with us. And I loved hearing more about you and the company. And I wish you the best of luck in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform and follow Enable on LinkedIn. We appreciate your support and encourage you to leave a rating or review as it helps us reach more listeners who can benefit from the wealth of knowledge shared on this show. Remember, success is not a destination, it's a journey. And by immersing yourself in the stories of those who have walked the path before you, you'll gain the tools, inspiration and confidence to achieve your own triumphs. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes of Now That's It, Stories of MSP Success. This podcast provides educational information about issues that may be relevant to information technology service providers. Nothing in the podcast should be construed as any recommendation or endorsement by Enable or as legal or any other advice. The views expressed by guests are their own and their appearance on the podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by Enable employees are those of the employees and do not necessarily reflect the view of Enable or its officers and directors. This podcast may also contain forward-looking statements regarding future product plans, functionality or developmental efforts that should not be interpreted as a commitment from Enable related to any deliverables or time frame. All content is based on information available at the time of recording and Enable has no obligation to update any forward-looking statements.